listening to the Ladylike Podcast. Ladylike is the show where funny women tell disgusting stories. I'm your host, Jenna Gephardt. Our live story comes from Elise Fernandez, and Elise talked about depression, going to Jenny Craig with her dad, and the time she accidentally brought her vibrator onto the bus. This week, I sat down with Holmes, and she told me about the time uh, somebody fucked a tampon into her. Um, we also talked, we talked about church, we talked about jacking off, um, we honestly, this is probably the longest podcast that I have, we talked forever, what, what a treat, uh, here's Holmes. So this is what I like to call one of my most romantic moments that I've ever had with a man, okay? Um, this guy is someone who has the smallest penis that I've ever encountered, okay? Which, not a big deal, but it was, like, sucking on a Jolly Rancher. Um, and that's a fucking <laughs> fact. Um. I kind of like it because it's, it's less work for me. It's no, like, no, if it was just, like, if sex was just blowjobs, like, I would be with him today. Because it was just, like, this part, that part was, like, better. Um, but altogether, his personality kind of sucks. Um, we hate to see it. After you see someone's small dick, you do start to notice that where it comes out in real life. Like, then I was like, oh, that's why. Like, anytime, like, we were on an improv troupe, so anytime people would talk about, like, make dick comments, you could see him be sort of like, <laughs> right, right? And I'd be like, oh, my God. Like, you the overcompensation, you know? Yeah. Anyways. Which is, I think, because I think one of the sexiest things that I ever hear is when men are just very, like, honest and frank about, like, stuff like that. Like, like I would, well, I didn't date this guy, but I, like, was hanging out with this guy, and he'd just be like, yeah, my dick doesn't work. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to. I'm I, talking to people, but it doesn't work. Just so I you know. couldn't agree more. And I was like, okay, thank you for well, that's good to hear. <laughs> like, it makes it so. It's like when guys can't keep a boner, and then like, but they're like, don't bring it up. They're like, now yeah. you're like, I'm like, like, I don't even give a shit about this. Yeah, I'm like, you're now I don't know what I can talk about. Yeah, I fucked this one guy for a while where he was like so proud of himself when he would stay up that he was like that sex was good, and I'm like, I was fucking couldn't say a word because I was so scared that you're gonna lose your boner. Um, <laughs> it was a nightmare. Um, and I hope you're listening. No. <laughs> um, whatever they, whatever they lose, they lose their boning. I go, oh, I think it's because I'm not sexy enough. I know. And the fellas love it. <laughs> One time it happened. I wish I could be sexier for you. I wish I could make it better <laughs> for you. It's just insane because so many dicks have been shoved into me when I'm not wet, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, that sounds really scary, but not, I'm just like growing up, I didn't. It's like, that sounded like I just told you, like, very casually no. how many times I was raped. But <laughs> I mean it more. No, I know what you mean, yeah. It's more just, like, it's insane because like, well, people aren't checking yeah. that ours is ready ever. Um, which now. I guess that there's probably less of a, when a dick is ready, it's, there's a visual cue. Maybe not quite as much with a, with a vagina. But yeah, but I feel like you should feel it. It's easy to find out, yeah. It's, you could even ask. You could literally ask. You could, you could touch. You know, if you touch it and she's not wet, like. My therapist actually just roasted me for not using lube. It was insane. She's, like, never made fun of me. And I was, like, I was like, I don't know, like, is it weird to, like, and she was, like, she was, like, wait, you don't use lube? And I was, like, oh, no. And then she's, like, I'm going to text you five right now. And I was, like, oh, my God, I had no idea that it was that common. Okay. Anyways, the point is. Lube queen. Lube queen. I use liquid. Add. No, um, anyways, I uh, basically, I'm in college. It's a casual crush, and we end up. Like, just making out one night, and then another night, we end up being really, really drunk, and we're going back to his house. What's happened is we've almost had sex another time, but he didn't have the condom. He never has a condom. because Classic. It is because his small dick thing, that's, like, what he uses about it. You know what I mean? Like, he's, like, he, like, he's, he's sort of, like, I can't keep it up with it on. That's, that is not a small dick thing. That's just, like, a dick thing. Everyone, they're, like. I know. One guy was, like, honestly, I think that, oh, the cat's being a. It's okay. He's like, honestly, I think it's gonna be, I think it's gonna be better for you if we just. And then he literally said, uh, he said raw dog it, or he said something like, like he and you're used like, like now a thing like that. I was like, no, I just was like, oh no, definitely not, for sure, no. <laughs> it's a nightmare because, especially at that age, it's like funny how I still sort of defend it. I'm like, and it sucks because it is because it's small penis. It's like <laughs> no, like he's a monster. Um, so yeah, then he literally, it just sucks. It sucks, like, knowing how you, how I gave it. Do whatever. I'm drunk, whatever. I mean, clean to this day. <laughs> no, um, I, so anyways, one night we're drunk enough that I'm just like, whatever. I'm like, let's do it, you know? Not thinking that I was actually wearing a safety tampon. You know, like, when it's like, you're like, 
my day it was like the day before was like yeah. my last day but yeah. I was like I'm going out tonight just in case yeah so I have a safety tampon and I totally forget because I'm wasted I'm like yeah let's fuck whatever you don't have a condom I'm having fun tonight so then like after a couple pumps I was like that feels weird but I was like but also his penis is so small is that okay yeah the cat made a noise. So, yeah, it's thumping around, and I swear she's quiet as a mouse until I turn this thing on. But I love, I love. Um, but, yeah, so I was like, feels weird probably because his penis is small and this is new for me, you know? But then it hit me in my drunken haze while he was inside me. I was like, oh, my God, you have a safety tampon in. So then I, like, stopped. I was like, hey, hey, And I sort of, like, lifted him up a little bit, missionary. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I just realized something. I was like, I have to go to the bathroom right now, you know? <laughs> so then, what could it be? <laughs> what could it be? You know what? Actually, now that I'm remembering, I think this is this is how it happened. I go, okay, I just realized something. And he was like, what? And I was like, okay. Don't, and I do like a 10-minute preface, you know? And he sort of like get it out. And I'm like, what happened is that I have a tampon in, okay? And I was like, and I forgot. And he was like, oh, my God. And I was like, I was like, how did you not feel that? He's like, I don't know. I was like, okay. I was like, I was like, well. Uh, and he was like, go to the bathroom and get it out. That's what he was like being like supportive whatever I don't know so I go to the bathroom and I'm digging up I'm going up there and I, I can touch I feel cotton okay but like I can't get a grip right and the thing about me is like I don't like doing anything alone so I was like like and that's genuine like it's like I don't even feel good news till I tell someone it's something I'm working on and so <laughs> so then I literally am just like in there for a little I'm drunk I'm bored I'm even trying. Uh, yeah. So then I go back out there and I'm like, here's a situation. And at this point, I'm like drunk where I think like this whole thing is really cute. Like I'm sort of like, we're going through this together. Like I messed up. Like I can't see any embarrassment of it. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I can't get it out. And I'm like, I'm like, you're going to have to get it out. And he was like, what? I was, he was like, go try again. I was like, I tried really hard, you know? So then I literally like laid there. This is our first time ever hooking up. We only hooked up one more time after this. <laughs> I spread my legs and he truly goes up inside me grabs it and he's like when him him the run to the garbage can looking back was like him being truly like disgusted and I was looking at him like I was like fate like I was like this was supposed to happen so I could tell that he's a sweet guy um anyways then I woke up the next morning and sort of realized how horrifying it was we didn't hook up more that night at all um but that was the only time the tampons been fucked and it is crazy how deep your badge is oh yeah because it was like really very elastic it was so in there. And it is crazy because I wonder if I had a dick and I shoved one into someone and they asked me if I would get it out. Like, I would have not done it with as much grace as he did, actually. So, <laughs> shout out. Even though you absolutely suck and don't wear condoms, you will grab so a not bring one with you and then be like, oh, guess we can't use one. That's at his house. People do that to me. Oh, my God. It's at his house. He's like, I truly can't. And then he, but then he'll still, like, try to make out and, like, be, you know what I mean? One time I had a guy, um... Yeah, at his house, he didn't have a condom. I said, well, then we're not doing anything. And I guess he goes, okay, fine, let's go get a condom. So we walk to, like, a corner store, and he goes, this is literally wild to say out loud right he now. Goes, he goes, fine, let's He's go. He's like, he, okay, opposite problem, had a really big penis, had to buy the Magnum condoms, and they're behind the, so it's like, like a bodega. They had to buy, behind, so you got to ask the guy, and be like, can I have the extra big condom? And he's like, I hate doing it, it's really it's it like embarrassing. He he said like it was awkward to be like, "Can I have the huge condom, please?" And he's like, "You go do it. You buy it." And I walked halfway over to the bodega and I was like, "No, I'm not fucking doing this." Yeah. Anymore. Oh my and god. Came, and then I came back. Did you do? Do you made him do it? Yeah, he went through it. That but is, I was halfway over there. Before wait, they like, only keep the big dick ones. No, this is hidden or all of them. This wasn't like a Seven Eleven. It was just this was like a weird like tiny just at this store. Place. So like, I think all the condoms were behind the. Um, I feel like people love because like you can pocket them really easy. That's insane that guys are like, I guys are I like it sucks getting a big dick. I'm like you know what sucks is asking them to unlock a pregnancy test. Case. Yeah. <laughs> That's always the worst. Last time I did that, it was actually great though because the woman came up to me for a plan B when I was like, because you have to get it unlocked or whatever, which is like it just is insane. And it was just so funny because I was asking her and she was like, she's like, we've all been there. And it was like this beautiful moment. Where I was like, okay, I actually feel better. <laughs> the first time when I first started doing stand up in Madison the first time I got recognized by somebody was when I was at a CVS buying um a yeast a a three-day yeast infection treatment (laughs) and I like slid the box over and she goes 
do you do comedy? And I was like, yes, I do comedy. Oh <laughs> my God. That is so perfect. That's fucking so funny. You can only do the three-day ones. You can't do one-day monastat. Yes. And Burns somebody, the fuck out of you. Somebody finally just told me that because I was literally always like. Why would you choose the three instead yes, of one? Or the seven-day for Christ's sakes. And I, yeah, I my gynecologist told me that. She was like, they're too, it's too much. Don't get it. Why is the one-day one even there? It's almost like they're like, yeah, in case tomorrow fuck. you have More the biggest day of your too. life. I thought that's, I thought, the, I thought it worked better, but it's more expensive. That kind of made sense. I was like, of course, they're, of course they're fucking us over. They always look for a new way to. I know. My sister took that one and she called me and she's like, I think something's really wrong because it like burnt so bad. Well, I've taken that one and it didn't burn, but. Are you a yeast girl or are you too? Yeah, big time. Both. I'm all, See, I always have something I wrong. always I get. I think I have a yeast infection right now, to be quite honest. See, I've only had a yeast infection twice where I've had UTI chronic. Yeah, I've had. I haven't she just had said a bladder glitch. infection in a while, and I, those, they are crippling. I've had them so bad where, like, I bleed, bleed when I pee, mm-hmm. where I get, like, cramps when I pee that are, like... UTIs are truly the worst. I used to get them, I don't know what the fuck, well, I also sometimes wonder if it, it has something to do with, because I have an IUD, and somebody was telling me that, no, it was also my gynecologist, she said... So I'm like, who was that? It was uh, something in like a white coat. <laughs> Her finger was in me. I don't know. <laughs> um, but she said it uh, that people with an IUD can be more prone to yeast infections and stuff like that. I mean, I'm sure, but I don't take any. I said control. why. She said we don't know, and I said okay. Yeah, she's like, but, but I've been getting them a lot lately. How long has your IUD been inside you? Now it's been a few years. It's been, I mean, at least three years. Do you like her? The IUD. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, it's been... A journey. Yeah. I, when I first got it, I did not like it. Well, because I was on birth control, which the I pill. never had a problem with. Yeah, I was on birth control. Yeah, it's all birth control. But, uh, no, I, that's I, 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 I go, I go it's all birth control. The arm yeah. one is the scariest. People. Oh, I don't... That gives me the creeps to touch the thing. My friend had her period every day for a year. That is... See, and that's what happened with the... A year is... Ooh. It was insane. She'd been dating this guy for like seven months. I was like, so every time you guys have fucked, you've had it? She's like, yeah. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, I, when I, I'm sure I've talked about this a million times on the podcast, but when I got it, it was, so I'd had no problems on the pill. My skin was great. Um, and so the pill is estrogen and the IUD is progesterone, I think. I could be totally fucking this up. If you're a doctor, please, um, yeah, at me please on call in Twitter. Uh, but so I get on the IUD, I have my period for 35 days, I'm really like hormonal and like super moody, I like, every time I drink I cry kind of situation, like, and I'm like, but I didn't put it together that that's why I was so crazy for a month, mm-hmm. and I, uh, my skin got all fucked up too. That's a nightmare. And then it, but then it evened back out, but for a while I'd have like, kind of like the hormonal zits, you know, they're like by your mouth and like. I never have taken a birth control. It was a ride, but now I now I, even now it's fine, and I never now I don't get my period at all. You like that? Well, except for right now. Some so then I'll oh. randomly get it for no reason. <laughs> Surprise! But not very often. For the most part, no period, which I I do like actually. You like it? Mm-hmm. I love when I get my period because I feel like I can be like sad, and then I can like. T- it's funny how people are like, "Don't tell me I'm on my period." Whenever I want my period, I'm like, "Finally, an excuse." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's a breakdown. Well, it's funny because I still do get, like, period stuff like that. Like, I'll get cramps. And the cries. And I do get, like, I'll be like, hmm, that, I'm like, oh, I'm weeping from a TikTok right now. So, like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm That's me. stubborn my whole day. I, like, yeah. sobbed two days before. I think that was this New Year's because I watched The Room. I watched Room. Oh, yeah. I watched it twice in a row. That's, okay. <laughs> I don't know. At that point, I mean, that's a I don't know too, why. So. I just really liked it a lot, even though it was so sad. It was, like, so good. I'd never seen oh, it. Oh, I don't think I could watch it. Another one, like... You know what I watched, though? I watched, um, The Pianist. Have I have you seen, seen that? It's... Oh, if that one is bleak. And I watched something else. I watched... Oh, I watched Philadelphia right in a row. I haven't seen either of those, but I did just watch Parasite for the, the first time. It was, a, it was a ride for me. Now I'm watching Robin, Robin Hood, King of Thieves. <laughs> okay, will be more fun. Did you, did you see Parasite? Yeah. I just watched that, and I was like... I just said... I did see a lot of it. I feel like that was like the... I was crying during that, too. Yeah, that one's a, that also... That was like one of the best movies I've ever seen. I thought that was deserved. Mm-hmm, yeah. It becomes an Oscar podcast. I go, let's go through the films. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was really good. <laughs> Incredible. Do we do our little things? No? Yeah. No? Well, wait, what was that? So, with the tampon guy... Please. You hooked up one more time after that. So, literally what happened is this guy, I don't know where he is now. 
because he's like off the grid. So what happened? That was in college. He's he took his his small penis off road. <laughs> this sounds mean, but if I'm being honest, he he could tell he wanted like a person as like an object almost, like that he bought that he would buy things for. This sounds this isn't even funny. It's just like the more I started talking to him, like he'd be like, he 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 didn't grow with money, so he's like I'm gonna make a lot of money, and then he'd always be like. It was like, I don't know. He just felt like he didn't respect. I stayed his friend after. We were basically casual friends who fucked. I was sort of in and out of a relationship. So then one time he visited me once I moved in Chicago because he had to do a work thing in Illinois. And then we had sex one more time that night. And I was like, this is so lame. Why would I ever do that? But then I tried to be his friend still. And one time he texted me. He's like, I'm having the worst week ever. I can't talk. Never talk to me again. And now he's like off all social media. And it's like, anyway, he would, when we were just being friends, he would talk about other girls he had dated and he'd be like, like, I can't believe she's mad at me. I bought us tickets to fly to Las Vegas. And it'd always be like about buying her Uh, stuff. And I was always like, oh, this is feeling weird. Yeah, you can't, you can't uh, buy people into being nice to you. It's also crazy because if I had a ton of money, like maybe I would. I don't know. Like it's funny because I can't even, he did like uh, engineering stuff, I think, like techie stuff. He like, he had like hanging up on his walls, like the inside of things, like gay boys, you know what I mean? Like he's like, how things work. And I was like, I like the outside. (laughs) Anyway, so we will never see each other again, but it was romantic of him to grab the tampon outside of me. And for that, also actually looking back, yeah, there's, he's a weirdo. He's a weirdo, but I'm sure people... It's, like, there's so much scarring male sex stories that, like... They, they don't even... Th- yeah, there's, like, things where I'm, like, I have, like, literally cried during sex, and they did not notice, and then I go, hmm, okay, I'm gonna go. I literally cried last year. I just year. gotta wipe my face off and say, all right, well, see you, see you later. So last Goodbye. year, or two years ago, I guess I went through, like, my most scarring breakup, and I was finally starting to fuck random people, and it was also hard because guys are way easier to fuck, where I was, like, dating a woman, so then it felt like... It was a lot of mixed emotions, and one night, literally, I'm having sex. I start crying, kind of, you know, I'm like, I am, like, in, but we finish the sex, whatever. He starts to go to sleep, and I'm like, I'm actually going to need you to leave. Like, I just need to be alone tonight, you know? And he's like, really? And I'm like, yeah. And then he's literally going out, and he keeps trying to kiss me. I'm visually crying. He's, like, moving my hand to his dick, and I'm like, it is fucking nuts how guys... But it was, like, what you're saying, where it was, like, he literally didn't, couldn't tell. Do you know what I mean? Like, because you're, like, fucked up or whatever, but it's, like, you're so... I feel like... I wish guys knew how many times a girl was crying while they were fucking <laughs> Yeah, with the times I've been... Sometimes I've been crying because of the person. Sometimes I'm just crying because... Yeah, because I'm like... Sometimes I cry because I feel like myself. my body is just a vessel. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I say that all the time, but men will, like, jack off with my body. So I'm not really there. I mean, right now I'm dating a man, and it's, like, a big thing that I've been... This is, like, I don't... I don't know, it's not as funny, whatever, but it's, like... I have to talk about that a lot in therapy, just, like, the difference between, like... When I, when I have sex with a woman, well, woman, it feels like you're both, like, pleasing each other because you're literally touching each other or whatever. Where, like, with a guy, literally can feel, like, yeah, like, I'm just, like, here I lay. Yeah. And, like, it just feel. And especially when you, when I was younger, it was like that a lot. Oh, yeah, exactly. Like, now I don't put up with, like, like I, like, kind of. Sometimes I even stop the sex or when I feel like that. Being, yeah. I was, okay, I'm so better at that now. Another thing, and I, I've thought about this a lot, that, like, I think women are trained not to. So, like, if men weren't, if, when men are having sex, if they're uncomfortable or if they're, like, not having fun, they would have no problem being, like, I'm not going to do this anymore, let's stop. Where, like, when, like, women, like, I have been uncomfortable so many times having sex with people where I'm, like, I'll just let We him, thought it was I'll normal. I'll just let him finish because it's, it'll be, it'll be uncomfortable to be, like, can you just stop? Actually, I don't want to be done. Absolutely. I'll just be, like, okay, yeah, I guess I'll just be uncomfortable for a few more minutes. I think that that's. And do this guy a favor he doesn't know I'm fucking doing for him, like. I know. And it's so easy to it's fall back into that because yeah. it's, like, how we learned it. Yeah. I feel like when now if I have consistent sex with a man, I'm better at stopping it when that happens. I'm trying, yeah, I try to be But sometimes too. I'll catch myself falling oh, into just, like, let's finish it up. You know what I mean? No, I just, I was like, even I like, sometimes I feel like I'll let it last even to when I'm coming. Sometimes if I'm, like, like where I'm just, like, I have to get to a place where I'm, like, just come. For, it's still almost not for me occasionally where I'm just, like, you have to or they're going to be upset. And I'm, like, you're having a bad day, though. It is wild. We're, like, a, yeah, a guy, if they don't can't get it up, they're, like, it's done. Yeah. It is nuts. It's sad. But it's cool that we learn now. Yeah, I wish it didn't take so long. I'm 27. I wish I'm it... was 28. <laughs> I'm 26, and I wish it didn't take so long because I would have... You had... are? Oh, my gosh. I thought you were older than that. Okay, she's devastated. It's because you look like shit. Yeah, yeah well, you guys don't know right now that I actually have gray hair. Um, <laughs> I dyed it gray. No, I, I wish I knew so much sooner um, 
I could have had so much more fun in college. <laughs> I know. There's a lot of stuff I wish so I could tell myself about. Or even just stuff like to make myself be more. One of the things that I'm like, if I could go back in time and tell myself something as a teenager, it would be like, uh, everyone is just charging in their pants. Because I thought it was just me, and it Freaked ruled my life for a while. Because I was like, I was like kind of soupy, you know, and I was like this, I would like, oh, it just what is going me. on? I thought I was leaking, and nobody, and everybody else was bone dry. I wish anyone talks about masturbation for, because. Oh, for, that too. For me, like, I always was masturbating, but in a weird way that I didn't know it was masturbating. That, oh my god, that's literally what I was doing. Me too. So I, I we called it hanging, and I was actually going to reference this later, because what I would do, because my parents saw it so much, I would do it everywhere as a kid. I would do it too. I would do it in public. I would I'd squeeze my <laughs> legs together really tight, and I would hang on different surfaces till I would be like, Bleh. you guys can't see me by <laughs> my face. Hang on to. Like anything, like like I could be on the back of a couch. I just need to be levitated up, and my legs would squeeze together you so do tight. Link, wait, what? Well, I mean, eventually I learned. But I don't. But I mean, it's hard to explain. Was the pressure because you were holding yourself? You'd be literally hanging down, hanging, That's hanging wild. everywhere. That's why. My, so my mom would be like, "You need to hang in your room." Like everyone called it hanging. Like That's my whole so my whole house knows about. This hanging. is um, Allie Dreyfus was did the podcast a few weeks ago and has a very similar story. And her parents called it. Uh, squeeze or like she called it like squeezes or something like like but no one type it squeezes yes but no one told me that it was literally because what happened is I kept like I would try to teach people too so like because I did it too exactly because I was like this feels really good my sister I was like you gotta check this out (laughs) so you'd be like family friends and my mom was like you need to stop telling people and then but they didn't explain to you what you're doing no one explained yeah or if they did I don't remember the conversation I kind of knew I it slowly figured out I shouldn't be doing it. Because I wasn't I was touching yeah, myself, I, it made it feel like it... I think... Okay, so what happened is that my mom well, says... Honestly, your thing room. sounds kind of discreet. More so than mine. I would lay flat down on the ground. Oh, my stomach. Would you literally? <laughs> yeah. And then you'd rub? Yeah, kind of like... It was like a squeeze thing, too. It was a squeeze thing. But I would kind of... I couldn't do it. Like, I couldn't do it standing. I think it must have been, like, pressure and squeeze. I don't know. That's why mine, it was so specific. I had to, like, levitate in a way yeah. or something. I levitate. Okay, so I... I was, like, planking, but I was, like, really kind of liking it. <laughs> well, so much. My thing is that I didn't stop then for a really long time. Because, like, like I was hanging, like, until my older years. Because, but, like, privately. Because I didn't know how to do it another way. So it's, like, I'm, like, a five foot eight person, like, fully in high school, up in my room, like, hanging on walls. And it's, like, <laughs> what a fucking nightmare, you know? Because my mom and stuff, and no one knows. Now I finally talk about it, say, in the past, like, two years. I'm, like, you guys know I literally didn't learn how to normally till like, 21. You know what I mean? Because it's, like, what happened is I would try to do I'd be, like, okay, this is, like, in college, I'd be, like, this is how the other girls do it, like, rub ears. And I'd be, like, this is not working and my other way does. But honestly, I still, I'm like still like that. You see, yes. Yeah, I get so what happened is really I had never come the other way. And yeah. now then my first person I dated made me finally made me come from eating me out one time. And then I was like, oh, that kind of feels a little bigger. Like, I don't know. It's like the orgasms I'm having from the hanging or whatever were always, it was like they're minis. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. It's so weird. It's like they were full. Like it would have an end, but it was just like less full it, it was very confusing to think about sex though from when hanging because i was squeezing my legs together so tight and i was like why would i ever want a dick in there i'm literally ex like i'm literally where will it go i yeah i remember like having an epiphany where i was like because i thought i i thought i couldn't come and then i was like wait a minute you've been doing, you've been doing it forever the whole time and i was like really old when i figured that out like and it was like because I was like, like I was like my body's broken i can't do it i would tell i would yeah i would like tell my boyfriend i was like i can't I've never come. I've never come. I can't. And you're like, I've been doing it forever. Yeah, because I didn't know it was. I wish that, like, I feel like all the boys are like, yeah, my dad sat me down. We talked. Like, I feel like there's more of a thing. Well, they just naturally can figure it out. I just feel like like their parts are just more more simplistic. But also there's, like, a little more primitive. A lot of jokes about them. You know, like, growing up, I think all of us were like, I feel like guys did not know we were coming everywhere, but I knew they were. Also, you know what? Um, Meredith Catchell, uh, Mm -hmm. I think it was... I don't know when it, this must be like a joke of hers, or I or she was ta- I don't know she was talking about it and she was saying how in the movies when you see women coming they're like ah! like she said it's like Sex in the City like Samantha like blowing the roof off the yes. place and like, be like well that's an orgasm and I has haven't done that like yeah. <laughs> it's also so funny because it's like 
I feel like in the movies, because I was I'm obsessed with the romantic media. So like growing up, I was just like like I would used to masturbate to like uh, montages on YouTube of like uh, the kisses in rom coms. I would just watch them. I'd be like they're in love, you know, like <laughs> that like got me off. And so they always come at the same time in movies. Like they're always like both like ah! and so yeah. I think the first couple times I had sex, I was like, okay, whatever's supposed to be happening on my end is not happening, you know. Even to this day, I feel like. I had one girl who's like, no matter what, I can come during sex. And I was like, what? Like, I, I almost exclusively cannot, which is cool for me. <laughs> me too. So I, right when the dick slides out, I'm like, whoo, release. And now I, <laughs> I'm like, I'm free. No, no, no. That sounds scary. It is, it's a ever, it, we can learn about it forever. It's wild. Yeah, I think I have a long way to go, honestly. Do you? Do you yeah. feel like you know how to come more in a normal way? Not normal, but in no. like the, you still mostly have well, to do your squeeze tech. No, I just use, I just use a vibrator, but I still have to be on my. I can't do it on my back really. I can, but it's really hard. My ex actually, girl, she had to be on her stomach. I feel like I'm the opposite. It's just way easier. I just can't on my back. I'm like, oh, I'm sweating. I'm like trying to figure. Out. That's why I loved pen. Um, nineteen pen. What a penis. Pen, pen oh, fifteen. Yeah, yeah. Because I felt like that. Ep- <laughs> I got pen oh, nineteen. Yeah. That's, what, that's so good because she shows it where she's. Uh, the masturbation oh, scene like, and she's on her I feel like a lot of girls do the stomach and yeah. that's how they figure it out and when her mom came, came in it goes it smells like what did she say what did she, <laughs> she say it smells like, like she was like what's that smell and she was like I farted and then she said I was having cauliflower or something <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I, I was obsessed with that episode because I felt like it was mm-hmm. that show was really good the first episode I was like I'm not going to be able to like because they're like 30 and they're at totally. 13 and I was like I'm not going to be able to like get into it and then I totally was into it I forgot they were 30 but I think it was so yeah. cool and I love that they talked about it in middle school because it's like all of us were just in our room doing that it was very, yeah it was a lot of it was very spot on and also the costumes were I was like kind of triggered by the they were so by the bell good yeah I can't even imagine my mom she would actually kill me for saying this so maybe, no, it was going to be okay. She don't. Anyways, the point, <laughs> I, I got back out. Do you think your mom's going to hear the pod? <laughs> it's so funny because she acts like she doesn't look at any of my stuff online, but then she'll reference something. I'm like, okay, uh-huh. so you did, you know? Anyways, the point is she, like, went to Catholic high school growing up <clears throat> and is very Catholic circle, but now is, like, not as much. She's, like, become more progressive than a lot of her friends. Um, and... She's like opened her worldview, whatever. But like she's like the idea, like she's like she's like she's like they don't masturbate. She's like she and I'm like, well, do you talk about it? Like she's like a she's like a weekend where she hangs out with all these girls, you know. And I'm just like from high school, and they're all so nice and stuff. But it's like they would never, and it's like best friends, and they none of them would even talk about that. And like but she thinks they don't do it. She at thinks all? they maybe don't, which I no think way. is I know that's what I tell her. But I'm no, like, no but then there are weird things where like some of these people think that like. You know, birth control's a sin, like things like that. So it's really so deep. I guess if it's that, yeah. That's what I mean. Like I think there's a large portion of the world. Like I literally think that so many women who are older have maybe never come. No, but see, I'm like I don't think some people don't try it how we did. If you didn't do the kid thing, like my sister, because people were talking about it in college, I feel like started being like, now I'm gonna figure this out. Like I have a couple friends who I know who have never come. It's hmm. so sad because I only like, like, three things and coming's one of them. So it's just, like, picturing that life makes me feel so dark. That's probably what replaces my religion. I don't have faith, but I come. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess that more fun than church. I, I mean, think. honestly, me and my sister used to Taste scratch arms when the... we had to go to church, and it was just, like, anything. We would just, like, sit next to each other and oh, be like, scratch my arm. That's so funny that you call it scratching. I would what do you call too. it? I would get my back. I like getting a rub. I would... Not a scratch. I like it. Like a, a I know what you mean, though. Like That's, like, how we would get through a big switching, just scratching arms because it was mm-hmm. so boring. So it's basically us. I would lay down in my mom's lap, and she would rub my back. That is she so like nice. My mom and dad were like, be quiet. But now I don't go. Presbyterian. A little more loose. A little more loose. The Catholic. Catholics, there's, like, the blood yeah. and the body and Candace and I are scratching, you know? Wait, I think I literally just... I can't remember. I might have just literally said this on the last episode, but I went, at church I would... I really didn't take it seriously, and I would go up. Oh, I didn't know I had to. I would go up and um, I would get. I didn't the, know it was going on at all. I would get the little. So at the Presbyterian church, they give us a little plastic cup of grape juice and like a little like piece of bread, and I would take mm-hmm. it back to my seat and save it for later to have a little snack. Wait, that is so. <laughs> funny. I would take the body of Christ to go. <laughs> <laughs> Ours is so weird because it's like we were really supposed to believe that it was like blood. 
Yeah, I was... We Which was fucking nuts because I was like, what do you mean? Like, I remember as a kid being like, they're like, it is. And I was like, but what do you mean? <laughs> I was like, it's not. It's also wild that Wait, we're like drinking they, wine. I was going to say, they give you wine? Yeah, yeah. yeah we so you're like a 14-year-old and you're like... Which is grape juice. Like, no, no. Fully wine, fully disgusting tasting crackers. There's nothing that... Those le- wafers. The yeah. communion? It was the worst tasting in your mouth. Sometimes we would have like like a nice sourdough. It's good. That is wafers, so funny. Not, I did not like... We had the wafers that were circles. And they, like, dissolve. Yeah. And yeah, I, I feel like it would give me the worst breath ever. It's almost, like, makes you not it's really like sexual. It's like styrofoam, but it shouldn't dissolve that way. Yeah. It's all, like, biodegradable. Well, and Jesus was made of styrofoam <laughs> <laughs> his body. Yeah. yeah, you'd think they'd pick something a little more flavorful I Jesus. know. Even if my body was being passed out, I'd be like, make it a red velvet cake. You know? I know. I'd want to be, like, a chicken wing or something like that. Right? I want to be, like, a buffalo wing. <laughs> what would your drink be for your blood? Iced coffee. Oh my god, I think mine would probably be coffee too. Can you imagine? I'm like sparkling water. Or like, or like a citrusy IPA. You know? <laughs> right, we want these kids getting fucked up. <laughs> That's the important part of church. <laughs> what if you're like, can I actually get a white wine? I don't think. I don't yeah, know. like this actually won't work. The tannins sort of make my face hot, so I don't <laughs> My sister is like Charmaine, so much smarter than me. She was like, because we, when you're in a Catholic church, you have to commit your life to God in eighth grade. I don't know if it's the same anymore, but you have to, like, get confirmed. Oh, yeah. We would do that, too. So we had to get confirmed it was eighth grade. And I think, it, yeah. Yeah. And so we'd be going, like, CCD before that, and then, like... You would have, like, a class, yeah. Exactly. And in I'm my sure it wasn't cl- as intense as yours. <laughs> it, I don't know. But in my classes, I was, like, had a crush on someone and wasn't really paying attention, where my sister was, like, she was, like, way smarter than me in middle school, and she was, like, these aren't adding up. And she, like, addressed it and stuff. And my parents were, like, okay, we didn't expect, like, a fight back. But she was, like, I don't know if I want to get confirmed. Like, where mine are, like, I barely remember. I was, like, sailing through, and I was just, like, oh, my God, Jonah's here. He looked at me. You know? Like, <laughs> it just is crazy to make a dis- – that it's so weird to do it in eighth grade. I – I was like, well, so my dad was raised Catholic and it backfired really bad. So he was always kind of a little devil in my ear. And my mom took me to church kind of because that's just what her family did. It's like a routine. Yeah, exactly. And it was like kind of more for like the community of it. And like, I think that's how my dad wanted church to be. Which was fun. We didn't go all the time, but we would kind of go every week. But in eighth grade. (laughs) Like, we didn't go all the time every week. Well, we go like every other weekend, kind of. You go on holidays all the time. We'd always go on, yeah, holidays. Do you go on holidays now? No, not anymore. Yeah. But, uh,. We love to see it. Yeah. Um, but in when for confirmation, we had to write, the last thing we had to do was write, like, a paper about our beliefs. And in mine, I was like, I don't really know if I believe in God, but I, but I, I mean, as I said, I was like, but I like the church and I like the community that is, like, built here. But as far as, like, a belief in Jesus and God and stuff, I'm kind of on the fence about it. And, uh, oh my God, I, love that. I turned that in and the guy, I didn't find out till later, but he called my mom and was like, I'm not really sure that Jenna's ready to be confirmed because I just said I wouldn't. My mom's like, just fucking give her the stole. It's fine. Just do it. Like, right? Yeah. It's like, that's so, okay, so you were kind of and like a heroic one too. The time I was out there too. Yeah. So memory's... I did get confirmed, but. My memory's so bad because I, I can't remember the actual confirmation. I just remember CCD. It was, I remember it because I was super uncomfortable because you have to go stand up in front of the church and you had to wear a little, little outfit. I don't remember it so much. I remember my first, um, commu- no, my first, um, we had a ceremony for the first confession. Yikes, we did not have to do that. It was. When I say scarring, that's why it sticks in my mind. You're supposed to say all the dirty shit you do. You don't even know. And I'm like in yeah. second grade. The first confession comes earlier. Maybe it was middle, but the first confession comes when you're young, okay? I know Yikes. I'm in grade school. Maybe it was fifth grade or something. My I smoke a lot of weed. But... I remember it so much because in the movies they have it where you're, like, in the little cage next mm-hmm. to each other, you know? Where that's not how my church did it. They had, like, all these priests. It's almost like there were, like, three out and then everyone lines up to, like, go meet them. But it's open. Like speed dating. Literally. So my priest that I get is, like, borderline deaf, okay? So, and not trying to be mean, but just, like, he was really hard of hearing. And so what happened is, like, I'm, this is my first one. At this point, I'm screaming my sins. Everyone's hearing. Like, he's like, because I would because I would say something. I'd be, like, I'd be like, I lied. You know? I, I'd be like, I lied to my sister. And he'd be like, what? And I, I'm like, I'm like, I lied to my sister. I took her food. You know? Like, things like that. And it was, I remember just leaving and my mom being like, kind of loud. You know? And it was one of those things where I, I don't remember my first communion, but that I was I was hanging terrible. off the couch. <laughs> Literally, like, yeah. I'm like, I'm coming every day at this point. <laughs> no, at that point, I thought it was like a magic trick. I had no idea it was sexual. I thought it was, like, a secret thing that I could do. I I think it doesn't, yeah, it's not, I don't think it is inherently sexual. I think it's, like, it, it's, like, physical. It's, I don't think I it's had physical. no sexual thoughts to it till probably yeah. 
I just concentrated on 16 years old. Before that, I was just like, my little good feeling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember telling one friend when I was 14, and I was like, I need to tell you this. I've never told anyone before. I did not tell my friend. We, my friends, we, ta- we talked about every a lot of stuff, but yeah, we did not talk about about jacking off. I didn't know what it was, and I don't think he, to this day, would know that that's what we were talking about, because I was like, when I squeeze my legs together really tight. Wait, you told a male friend? Yep. Oh. He was my best friend. <laughs> Yeah, he was like, huh? <laughs> he was like, he was like, he was like, that's okay, that's okay. Like, I was like, I was like, I was like, I squeeze my legs together really tight. And I was like, and it feels like really good. And I was like, I don't, and I was like, and I was like, I'm doing it all the time. And I was like, I don't tell anyone. And he's like, that's okay. And then it was like, we never talked about it again. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure a huge weight was lifted. Did you feel better? I did because that was like my only secret. <laughs> oh, I know. I've had that. I yeah, I've had like. A, I'm like, this is the one thing I wish I could. Yeah. I thought it was like. I thought it was this thing I was never gonna tell anyone. I because I feel like I knew it was maybe dirty, or I knew something. It felt like I knew I was hiding it because I would do it in public spaces. It's not okay. Yeah, I'm thinking back, but we hate to see it. Man, if I could have, I would have. If I could do it so I'd have subtly. To flat down, yeah. I was just like basically, if you're looking at me, you'd like look over, and my eye would twitch, and it's like, oh, she's actually coming right now. <laughs> That's it. Allie Dreyfus has the same thing. She said she would. Well, wait. She would lay down to do her private squeezes, but she said she would do it in like. And that was kind of part of it, I think, because she kind of knew she shouldn't. She said she'd do it in like the aisle of the grocery store, and somebody would come over, and she'd be like, I fell. Like, <laughs> Wait, I'm dead. If mine was laying down, no, mine was like I learned how to do it where I could just lift off my seat a little. That's literally that is a magic trick. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So my legs had to be crossed. I levitate up, and it just is like squeezing. Imagine how much faster your train ride would go. You know, if you're. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. I'm talking like freshman year algebra. We hate to see it. Like it is so <laughs> scarring thinking about if anyone saw my eyes. You were not the only person jacking off in algebra. That's the thing. Sure. There was like a guy behind me who was doing it way more obviously. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Like he's like hand on the sweatshirt, just rubbing it through the jeans. Yeah, mm-hmm. disgusting. I didn't even touch her. It's gross when they do it. It's cool when we I do had it. come so many times before I ever touched myself. <laughs> <laughs> at our live show we put out slips of paper for the audience to write down their own disgusting ladylike stories and these are some of those stories and i will begin okay puked shit and pissed outside my tent in wisconsin then walked to the bathroom and found out i started my period then my friend stepped in it a big oh. pile. I hope. I wonder if she puked and shit and pissed all in the same, all on top of me. I know, right? She's like, it's actually a layer cake. <laughs> they were probably separate, but <laughs> yeah, that's in crazy because all the, she said she had a period too. Yeah, people talk about having their periods and like stuff fully coming out. I don't have like uh, chunks. I've had like three chunks in my life. I think my periods weirdly. Well, I've had chunks. You have. Chunks. Well, now that I not even now that I'm on the IED, I get like a really tiny period, but when I used to get like clots. For sure. Can I say one clot thing really quick? Yeah. Which is that I have this vivid memory of being in middle school and I like took off a pad and a clot flew and it like landed on the bathroom stall floor, okay? Mm-hmm. And then three days went by and I went in that bathroom and I yep. saw the clot every time. That's all. Yeah, those things stick like so. I was just always like, it's crazy so many of my peers have seen this, but I'll act like it's someone else's. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'm sure when they ran the DNA, they knew it was yours. Though. Yeah, right? The one girl's like, and we'll, we will find out. <laughs> I was staying in an Airbnb with my friend, and there was two bathrooms, and she was like, I don't like the water pressure in my bathroom. I'm going to use yours. And then I go in there, big old clot right on the ground. I'm like, oh, you could have wiped this down. And in the like, shower? Yeah. Well, she didn't know. No, she did not. I said, your clot is in there. <laughs> I've been <laughs> stepping over it. <laughs> I've never seen anyone else's clot. Powerful period. That is. From her. Do I read one of mine? Yeah. Okay. I have to be honest that I just read the beginning of this, but now I'm going to read all of it. Okay? It'll be interesting to see if you can uh, read it. Yeah. (laughs) Here are the following videos. This one is kind of wild because it's like, okay, whatever. Here are the following videos I watch on YouTube constantly, underlined. Pimple popping, earwax removal, teeth cleaning, callus shaving. Bunion surgery, chiropracticing, ingrown toenail fixing. Why? Of these, half of these I'm on board with, half of these I'm not sure. Couldn't agree more because I actually don't know what bunion surgery would look like. Well, a bunion is like a, it's like a growth letter on the side of the foot, right? I think. 
But I thought it was just kind of a callus. Can you imagine you're getting bunion surgery and they're like, bring in the tape, bring in the camera? <laughs> it's like, who's filming this? You know what I mean? Um, I've seen a video of this like old man. I think it's like in India or something, but he is literally carving the calluses off his foot with a knife, like in shape. Like it looks like he's whittling his own foot and then he drops him on the ground and a fucking dog eats him. Oh, it was the most, one of the most haunting images. I picked this because I actually am obsessed with watching. I used to like Popping. watch um, Pimple Popper for hours, yeah. specifically Blackheads. And Those are ones I like too. I don't like the wet ones. I don't like the cyst ones when I they're like, like doing surgery. It's, honestly, it's too much. I like the they should be two channels of like a dry zit, you know. I love, love just like coming out. It makes me so calm. I and it does on my leg. It's a real issue in relationships because... Right? Yeah, I I want to pop me. all the time. I do pop and I don't wait for consent, which I realize is wrong and bad. Me too, me too. And the yeah, nose, people are so sensitive about. Guys are just not used to that kind of pain where it's like, you could literally do anything on my face, tweeze-wise, pop-wise, I don't even feel it anymore. Mm-hmm. Where they're like, ah! Like, I'm like, ah! And I'm like, what? I tried to rip out somebody's eyebrow hair today and he's such a pussy about it. And you're like, Ow! Yo, like, oh, calm down. You could wax anything on my face. I said, I used, you know how many eyebrow hairs I've ripped out? I don't feel anything. I can do it while, I can just do it while I'm sitting and just like, <laughs> I can do it. I've, I've memorized it. The chin hairs, do I always see people rip them out with their hands? I have chin hairs all the time. I have like a few that grow. And I have one in between my boobs that's long and black. Just one. <laughs> I get excited for her to grow. I'm like, see you soon. See you I next one. I used to have one in the middle of my back and it stopped growing, but I would rip it out and it's it was growing. so satisfying. It was thick. Like mm-hmm. it was like, it was like a tag you get on like clothes. Like that. Yes. Was like, oh, I love. Amazing. Stop growing in. Don't know why. Okay, you finally flipped it. I wrote it enough. out eight times. But I, I would miss my chest on if it left forever. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I have one more. In high school, a friend and I would proudly get several fart food meals in a day. Once we are eating those those weird potato corn and fried chicken bowls, when I notice something shiny in my dish. Okay. I lifted it up and it was a huge, gross snot sneeze. Like a booger. Ew. It was shiny? I guess they well, are. Well, in the light, I guess it was probably glistening. That would affect me. Um, I wouldn't like that either. I would rather find a bug. Yeah, bugs I think are fine. And when people, sometimes at my restaurant, people will get like a beetle or something because it's like organic greens and they say there's people a beetle. freak out. And I'm like, yeah, they're organic. I used to work You're for, uh, I used to work for a catering company and like we would do like these salads and they like, they're fresh greens and one time someone found like the teeniest green interim, got a photo, they like sent a photo and they're like, we will need a refund. And I was like, if that guy was in my meal, I would welcome him. He's <laughs> also, so cute. I mean, you could literally eat it and you'd be fine. You wouldn't taste it. It would be good for you. Probably we have eaten some. Oh, absolutely. But the snot I would hate. And a live bug? I'd rather have an alive bug in my salad than a dead one. You would? Mm-hmm. I don't know why I find it less gross. You, would you rather eat the live one? Um, you're like you're maybe. like you're like I wanted to know when it's dying. I'm gonna be there. <laughs> One time at the place I worked in college, this woman had a cockroach in her salad. That's something I wouldn't do. Yeah, well. it was, and it was fast too. It was running around. She brought it up to me. I was like, I don't know how to respond to this. She goes, "There's a roach in here," and I'm like, "If it's like yes, that kind of bug or snot, I'm returning it." When people freak out about hairs, it makes me actually like really upset. Like I don't have that with hairs. Like you, I could find two hairs and be okay. Also, oh yeah, I just take the hair out. Take it out. What am I going to get a new? No. And then. I saw like 10 hairs a day of my own. Oh, absolutely. The, oh, the other day, I brought this girl her French toast, and and I set it down, and it leaves my hands, and she goes, there's a hair in here. I need another one. And I look down, and it is 100% her hair. Her hair, her hair was like it's five like red feet and curly. long. She had so, no, literally her hair was purple and long. And I was like, that is. I almost was like, oh, that's yours. Like, I almost said it, but I was just like, like, okay. I I, Because I was like, if you want to wait another 10 minutes for your food to get here because you dropped a hair, like, that's fine with me. I'll do it. But, like, that is so funny that it's purple. It was literally, oh, my gosh. Yeah, people are insane about that. Woo, restaurant industry. We hate to see it. Good God. Okay, here's mine. Last one. Ready? A fiber one bar and coffee equals explosive diarrhea and infinite farts. 
I shat all day and then pulled a muscle clenching my ass so I wouldn't shit my pants in my favorite class that night. This one I'm obsessed with because she has a favorite class. Because <laughs> I'm sort of actually interested on so that. So she would let herself shit her pants. She's like, as long lot. as it's in ceramics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For me, this is horrible. I've shit my pants four times as an adult, okay? Which now I've learned is more than most people. Okay? Yes. I did not know that. I brought it up at work. I hate when girls go like, I think there's a there's girls who will be like, you're like, oh, can I say something? And they're like, girl, you can tell me anything. I'm an open book. That kind of thing, you know? And then so I did that the other day and I was like, okay, well, have you, I had shit my pants earlier that day. And I was like, have you guys ever shit your pants like as an adult? And everyone in the room was like, no, no, have you? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and then and then they're like, they're like, it's fine. One time I was like, no, I have four times. And but they all have been from a fart that I do at home. They've never been in public. So it's like I subconsciously do riskier farts at home. <laughs> Every single time it happens, I'm like, can you fucking imagine if you were out? Like, pull together. Because every time I shit, I'm just like, did you fucking shit your pants? Like, you are 26 years old. It's horrible. If it happened in public, I would lose my mind. <laughs> have you shit your pants? No, I know. Literally have. insane. Like, I thought for sure that it would be one of those things I bring up that everyone's like, for sure, same. No, and no, I think it's more uncommon to I, not having shit in my pants. I think that's. I find less people. Most people have shit their pants. I couldn't disagree more because at this point, Most I won't bring it up. I had a wet fart, for sure. Whether it's one girl in my office two weeks after the story. I really dense shit, so I don't have a wet, I don't shit wet shit yet. See, when people are like, I have diarrhea, I'm like, that's all I have. Oh, yeah. No, no, I know a lot of people like that. It's easier to come out like that. So basically, I'm not farting in public now. Can you imagine you you shart and it's like so dense? You're like it's hard. No, I literally couldn't. That's what I was saying. Like when I take a shit, um, like my eyes water. Like I'm on the I'm on the, I'm on the way opposite side of you. Like <laughs> that's the opposite. When people are like, I had to push hard. I'm like, if I lightly push, something comes out. Like no matter what. Like sometimes I'm just like in it. Like if I push for anything. No, I clog. I like clog toilets all the time. No, clogged it for my first time. They're I didn't know what like to do. a rock. Mine's like people think I'm pissing all the time. Like they're like, hey, like I'm like that was number two. <laughs> I'm actually shitting water every day. <laughs> I don't know why. I never get checked out. Why do people do that? It seems like it's insane coming. to go to the doctor for that, something like that. If I'm doing fine with it. You know, I don't think it's insane, but <laughs> oh my gosh, she's like, everyone kind of reaches out. They're like, you should actually see someone. <laughs> I'm like, it's also always red. No, 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 it's normal color. I think. Okay. <laughs> Our live story comes from Elise Fernandez, and um, Elise has just recently come on to help me produce the live Ladylike show, so you can see her there. This was recorded in January of 2020. Here's Elise Fernandez. But we didn't mean to know anything then we uh, Depression! Let's talk about it. We all have it, okay? Mm, feels real good, it's like saying it, okay? I have had... I have been uh, depressed my whole life. I was born kind of a sad baby. Ten pounds, one and a half ounces, sobbing, crying. Um, very, very sad little baby. And throughout my life, I really like picked up a lot of coping mechanisms for my depression. You're like, hmm, what the, could they be? Food. That was it. That was the big one. I just was like, mom, 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 all the time. Had to eat it up. When I was, uh, I'm just like going into this really hard. This is called living, and it's happening. Okay. I um. When I was 13 years old, I had a graduation party for my eighth grade graduation. My parents put on a little party for me, and I had all these they had all these snacks that they left in the in the garage, right? And so me being the little snacky little little monster that I was, I snuck into the garage and I would take a couple pretzels and I'd go back to the house, okay? And this became a thing that I would do: I'd sneak into the garage, grab a couple pretzels, come back, and we grab a cookie. Ooh, get crazy, you know? Skin <laughs> nuts. And then one day, I reached into the bag for a pretzel, and a mouse jumped up, <laughs> jumped up right here, and we both went <laughs> at the exact same time. And then it ran away, and I was like, "How do you murder a mouse?" <laughs> you know, that mouse. We just looked. I was no, I was nose to nose with the mouse. So I'm so afraid of mice, and I was just like, <laughs> "Get it up!" But you know what I did? I still ate the pretzel. <laughs> When I was 16, I told my parents, you know what, I think it's time for me to go to therapy. My dad said, you know what we should try? Jenny Craig. And that's real. It's not sad because I'm saying it, okay? It's not sad. It's not. No one cried about it. 
went to Jenny Craig with my dad. We decided we were gonna go on this fitness journey together. And so, uh, right. <laughs> my dad, you know, men lose weight at, a, at an exponential rate and I am just full of hormones and hips. So <laughs> I'm like, this is not gonna happen. So I go to the Jenny Craig, my dad's in the, the room next to us and we, you're just going in to like check in, how was your week and like order your frozen meals for the week. My dad comes over and I'm like, oh, 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 oh. high school is so hard. I'm like, so two lasagnas, okay. What can I get extra box of cookies? She needs it, she needs it. That was it for a long time. When I moved out of my parents' house, the, like the reason, a big thing about me wanting to move out was because I could buy any groceries that I wanted and I could just have them. <laughs> like I could have a cabinet full of Oreos. I can't afford a cabinet full of Oreos, but I like to think that I could, you know? Which is like, that seems like a little thing, but it isn't, okay? It could be, there's so many different kinds. Um, there really are. There really are. There are. so much talking. Um, <laughs> I'm not gonna be nice next time. Okay. Uh, so I, so I was, I was, I moved out of my parents' house and I was like, you know what, instead of eating all of the time, I am gonna just masturbate constantly, right? I bought a really nice vibrator and I was like, here you go, it was like this little bullet, it was like, ding, 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 and I was like, ah, this is so amazing. <laughs> yeah, so I would just be, I would just try and like wear it around the house, you know, my roommate was at home, see if I could have, if I could come in the kitchen, if I could come in the bathroom, maybe on the couch, ooh, naughty. Uh, that is shared space, very disrespectful. to me is that I fall asleep to the soft lull of my vibrator and sometimes she just kind of it's she just stays in there you know what I mean she just like Boop. and thank god she's not gonna go very far because I've got some zone defense in there but <laughs> she could get sucked up I don't know I don't, don't know how science works I didn't go to college um <laughs> but one day I was I had fallen asleep with my vibrator and didn't remember right woke up late for work ran to the bus, oh. get on the bus, no way. 15 minutes later, I hear a oh. my vibrator is off oh. on into my boot, oh. <laughs> my vibrator is in my boot, <laughs> and it's going, <laughs> listening to the ladylike podcast i've been here with holmes hello um you can follow me on instagram or twitter at underscore holmes underscore holmes and come to holmes home at the hideout on march 18th i'm jenna gephardt and this podcast has been produced by me if you'd like to check out our live show it happens every third monday of the month at cafe mustache in logan square the live show is produced by myself lucia whalen and elise fernandez and the theme song is from natalie grace alford Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and please rate and subscribe to this podcast, and we'll see you next week.